Folks, welcome back to All That's Left Today. Well, on today's show, I thought I'd talk about Biden being in Ukraine and then all of the fake outrage that the Republicans have about him going over there and making that trip yesterday. And then we've got this revival. I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's a revival that's going on in Kentucky, a Christian revival. And Tucker Carlson talked about it on his show last night where, oh, I want to be a part of that. I'm going to go and and be in the middle of that. Yeah, that's something that um, I want to be a part of. And they didn't want him. I've got some interesting clips on that. And then we go down to Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's always putting her foot in her mouth today, folks. She's telling black people why they should feel good about Confederate statues. I mean, it, it, none of this that she says makes any sense. Well, let's have a look. First of all, the trip that Biden made to the Ukraine, folks, it went like this. So it was actually quite a, uh, a feat for him to get over there. And there's an article here that says that President Joe Biden's motorcade slipped out of the White House at around 3.30 a.m. on Sunday. No big flashy Air Force One for this trip. The president vanished into the darkness on an Air Force C-32, a modified Boeing 757 normally used for domestic trips to smaller airports. The next time he turned up, 20 hours later, it was downtown Kiev in Ukraine, walking around. Biden's surprise visit to Ukraine on Monday was the first time in modern history that a U.S. leader visited a war zone outside the ages of the U.S. military a feat that the White House said carried some risk, even though Moscow was given a heads up. Moscow was given a heads up, folks. Amazing stuff. And then over the next five hours, the president made multiple stops around town, ferried about in a black SUV rather than the presidential limousine without any announcement to the Ukrainian public that he was there. Amazing, amazing stuff, folks. But take a look at this. So here's Ron DeSantis. And, you know, Ron DeSantis is obviously running for president. He hasn't told anybody yet. Um, but he's always got something to say about it. Here's what he said. Well, you know, Brian, I'm reminded of uh, when he was vice president. Obama and Biden uh, opposed providing lethal aid to Ukraine during those years. Uh, and then I'm also reminded that I don't think any of this would have happened but for the weakness that the president showed during his first year in office, culminating, of course, in the disastrous withdrawal in Afghanistan. None of this would have happened if he had not taken us out of Afghanistan the way that he did. Well, actually, it's turned out, I was a little critical of that in the beginning, but it's turned out to be a hell of a good idea the way he did it because he got us out and there have been no more soldiers that have been obviously killed as a result. So, Ron, I don't get the connection here, Ron. I really don't. What are they what are they giving these guys to drink there? This is supposed to be a breakfast thing. So I think while he's over there, I think I and many Americans are thinking to ourselves, okay, he's very concerned about those borders halfway around the world. Oh he's not done anything to secure our own border here at home. We've yes, had he millions has. and millions of people pour in, tens of thousands of Americans dead because of fentanyl. Yeah, Trump did a lot about that too, Ron. And then, of course, we just suffered a national humiliation what? of having China fly a spy balloon clear across the continental United States. So we have a lot of problems accumulating. You know, that's a joke, because as we've heard, Donald Trump had multiple balloons flying around like a circus up there, and he didn't do a darn thing about any of them. So because Biden shot a balloon down over the water, that's that's tragic. Here in our own country that, that he is neglecting. Folks, 
As you know, I'm going to be following this man as he makes his trapes through the mud, trying to gain the Republican nomination for president of the United States. This man is, in many ways, in a lot of different ways, more dangerous than Donald Trump. So here's what Marjorie Taylor Greene said. This is her tweet. She said, Today, on our President's Day, Joe Biden, the President of the United States, chose Ukraine over America while forcing the American people to pay for Ukrainians' government and war. That's the kind of thing that she said about Joe Biden taking a trip over to Ukraine. And it's just amazing, folks. These Republicans, it kills them to try to get behind Ukraine. I mean, they're, they're so pro-Russia, it, it just fits, doesn't it? The whole radical theme of Republicans out there. I mean, there's a few. There's a few Republicans that are pro-Ukrainian and see the advantage to having Ukraine it hold their ground. But most of them are in, incredibly radical about this, and it's a dangerous thing. I would not like to see Russia take over Ukraine because then Poland would be next and a lot of those other countries. It's incredibly important that we maintain our presence and in support of Ukraine in this situation, folks. And here's, here's something that uh, I don't think was on the mainstream news. Take a look at this. So this was when Biden was in Ukraine in meeting some of the top generals of, uh, of Ukraine. So amazing stuff there. I mean, it was so heartfelt that Zelensky was actually brought to tears by the American president coming over like he did in support of Ukraine. It meant so much to those people that are fighting this this war that they were supposed to lose, you know, over 11 months ago. They, they shouldn't have lasted, everybody says. I didn't think they were going to last, but they have. And they des- really deserve our support. And I'm so glad to see Biden over there offering that support because, folks, this this is something that we have to win. And when you look at it, folks, look at the money that we've spent. We've spent, a lot of them say it, it's one-tenth of the budget for the de- Defense Department. And in doing that, Russia has literally been brought to their knees in terms of their capability to attack and their army's capability. I mean, Ukrainians are doing an amazing service to us here. The, the, the trouble that... Russia's in as far as their military is concerned and, and the way that they've been degraded is an absolute amazing thing that Ukraine's been able to pull out. And and all of that was so little of an investment from the United States, folks. It's amazing stuff. We can't afford Russia to take over Poland and and, and literally that would bring World War III. This is a this is the way that we prevent that from happening. So, folks, I want to show you this. So, as I told you, that revival is going on in Kentucky. It's called the Asbury Asbury Revival. It's a Christian Christian revival, of course. And here's a little bit of background on it, just to give you an idea of what it's all about.
morning, Patriots. Welcome back to this American Sunrise. This is this spontaneous revival uh, at Asbury University in Kentucky. We've been talking about it all morning. We were talking about it late last week. Steve Bannon was on it. Um, first place I saw it, and the War mm -hmm. Room gets credit. You'll see them. So good for them. Um, I've got obviously nothing against us. I think it's a great idea that they're doing this. But the funny thing about it is, folks, that they didn't want Tucker Carlson to, to come in because he's nasty, because he's divisive, because he's overly political, and he lies on TV. Here's what they said about it, folks. I saw this clip last night. So Tucker Carlson said, I think on Friday, that after his show on Thursday, they had reached out to the folks on the ground and said, you know what, Tucker's coming to Kentucky, which would have been a big deal. He's a great guy. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of patriots out there who don't like Fox anymore, but they watch Tucker and they, they, they appreciate mm -hmm. him and respect him. And do you know what the leaders there said? Tucker, we love your show. Mm-hmm. We don't want to bring too many TV cameras. Nobody here is trying to make that. money. Nobody's trying to get publicity. And Tucker ended up, I think he did the right thing. He said, okay. I respect that. I'm not going to bring the show there on I'm Friday. Not, right. Because he said, Embarrassing. You know, they're getting enough spontaneous publicity, if you will, and that's not what they're aiming at. And the goal is just to get more and more young people engaged and it's succeeding, and they didn't want to turn it into like a political thing or anything, Terrence. And I thought it was a smart move by the young people and a smart move by Tucker. Absolutely. And I think it goes to show that the spirit of these revivals is what is sweeping across the country. It's not the attention. It's not the camera and the glitz and glam of it, but it's truly the spirit. Yeah. You know what? They didn't want the divisiveness. They didn't want all of the BS that comes with Tucker, all of the hate. It's not about that. I'm so glad that they denied him that little glam opportunity to pop in there and, and politicize this thing and, and just rot it from the core. I'm so glad that they chose not to do that. Well, folks, take a look at this. So this is Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she's got some interesting things when our statues taken she down wants you to country, know. I don't think you remove or erase history. So I do, I do agree those statues shouldn't be taken down. Mm -hmm. They're part of our history. Mm -hmm. We should yeah. learn from our history. We don't Great history there. It. But that doesn't make me a racist because I, because I say leave the statue up there. Hmm. If I were black people today and I walked by one of those statues, I would be so proud. Really? Because I'd say, look how far I have come in this country. Look how far my people have, what they have overcome. And these are good things. These are good things. Well, Marjorie, how about this? How about instead of telling black people how they should think about Confederate statues, why don't you simply ask them? what they think that's the problem with these people you know they 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 tell people how you should think well you shouldn't do that you know you this that and the other instead of telling people how they think about confederate statues why don't you just ask the black people americans what they think about confederate statues and i'll tell you they're not going to be happy about it they're not going to be as jolly as you are about it that's for dang sure then she went on to say this folks Oh. That is, that's what all of this is about. They want black people to believe that white people are racist and Republicans are racist and President Trump is a racist so they can keep the black vote. If anything, they're trying to keep the black people in a modern day form of slavery. You know, it's got nothing to do with, you know, she doesn't connect the dots here. It's like she just told black people that they ought to feel good about Confederate statues. And then she's blaming Democrats for wanting to keep the black vote. I mean, do you get the connection here? I mean, it's there's no cause and effect with these people. She doesn't get the fact that 
the black people don't want to hear what she just said about Confederate statues. And then she wonders, you know, why don't they like us? And, you know, Democrats are just trying to keep them, uh, you know, like slaves. I mean, it's, God, is it insane? It just drives me nuts. It's a slavery system to keep Oh, their Jesus. Rights. It's all about control. No, it's not. My God. Well, folks, I want to thank you for joining me. That's all that's left for today. And if you enjoy the content, as always, don't forget to click subscribe. And we'll look for you next time. Till then.